ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes, he should be on this train. Ah, there he is now. Henry! Uh, Henry, my boy! Father, my word, it's good to see you again. It is indeed. Uh, what luggage have you got? Oh, just this handbag and a fair-sized trunk in the van. I'll get Watkins to see about it and we'll go out to the carriage. Your mother's waiting there for you. She's been a little poorly and I, I thought it wouldn't be wise for her to come onto this drafty station. Uh, nothing serious, I hope. No, 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 nothing at all. I'm thinking of taking her to some warmer climate after Christmas. No, oh, that's all she needs. She's been terribly bleak and cold for the past few weeks. Henry, Henry! Why, Margaret, you here? What are you doing here, Puss? We tried to keep her in the carriage as a surprise for you, Henry. I caught a glimpse of him coming along the platform, and I just couldn't wait. Uh, when did you come down from London? Two days ago. I almost let the cat out of the bag in my last letter to you. Have you finished all your exams? Every one of them. I haven't got a thing to do but enjoy myself for the next seven weeks and then back to work again. Well, well, we'll forget all about that. You're looking a little thin and pale, my boy. You need some racing over the moors with Margaret <laughs> and a little, little, little less of the midnight oil. Just exactly what I intend to do. Uh, how are the horses, Father? In fine fettle. Eating their heads off and spoiling for some good hard exercise. Oh, Margaret and I will attend to that, won't we? We will indeed. There's a meet tomorrow morning at Wickham Barnes, Henry. I told the squire you'd be sure to be there. A meet? Oh, how good that sounds. You can't imagine what the thought of galloping over the fields is like after weeks and weeks of stewing in a stuffy little room. Oh, Mother! <laughs> oh, 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 Henry, dearest. Oh, what a great big bear you are. Why, you've left me breathless. Henry, dear, you mustn't lift me off my feet like that. Why not you like it? And you're blushing, too. I, I should think I would, in front of all these people. Well, then, come on. Let's all get into the carriage, and I can hold your hand under the rug. Uh, you shouldn't have come out into the cold anyway, Mother. She couldn't bear to let Margaret get in ahead of her. Then I shall sit between you and hold both your hands. Oh, you just don't know how marvellous it is to be home again. Are you ready to start for home, or haven't you satisfied that uh, raging appetite of yours yet? You're a nice one to talk. How many slices of game pie did you have? Oh, at a hunting breakfast, it's never the thing to inquire into these little details. Uh, can I get you another glass of punch? No, indeed. After all, we've got a good few miles to ride home. And I think we'd be better make a start. It's uh, nearly three o'clock. It's getting dark so early now. Then I'll go and say goodbye to Sir Ronald and Lady Westmore. I'll go and get the horses and meet you out on the terrace. I think we'd better hurry, Margaret. I don't like the look of those clouds. We're going to have a storm. I can't. This mare is dreadfully lame. Can't you do anything about her, Henry? Well, the best thing we can do is to get her home as fast as we can. Oh, heavens, look at those clouds. They're banking right up. Oh, we'll be catching it any minute now. Look, Henry. 
What's that over there? Isn't it some sort of a barn? We could go in there and shelter for a while. Oh, this storm might uh, last for ages. I think we'd better push on. No, I don't think it will. It might be over in half an hour. Oh, it's beginning to snow. Come along, let's get out of this. Oh, bring the horses in, too. Uh, steady, Brutus, steady, boy. Uh, can you manage, uh, Clytie? Yes, easily. There, there. There's a good lad. Now, steady now, steady. Oh, just out of that in time. My word, it's blowing a regular blizzard. <laughs> Welcome to my castle, young lady and gentleman. Oh, what's that? You didn't see me here. I came out in the storm as well. The cold's harder on old bones than young. See, I've got a little bit of a fire going here in this old fireplace. If the young gentleman would fetch a few more of those sticks over in the corner, we'd soon have a fine blaze. Why, yes, certainly. That's a good idea. And the young lady can sit down here beside me. Don't look so startled, my dear. I'm only old Mother Hegarty. I'd be out in the fields gathering herbs if it wasn't for the storm. Why, of course, I I know you now. You live in that little cottage on the other side of Ludlow Bridge. Yes. Yes, everybody's heard of me. They come from near and far to me. I've got herbs and remedies for every ill. Rheumatism, the blight, sore feet. Strangles in cattle or lovesickness, so I can cure them all. <laughs> Why, you must be some kind of a witch, then. Aye, to be sure. Then, can you tell fortunes? Fortunes, that I can. Make up those sticks, young sir, and put them in the fire. And when we get a good blaze going, I'll look in the palm of your hand and tell you what I can see. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire, burn, and cauldron bubble. Oh, now, huh? Henry, don't make fun. You spoilt everything that time the gypsy was going to tell my fortune at the horse show. Well, you forget I'm a man of science, or I hope to be. And anyhow, I know your future. Do you, indeed? Well, we'll see. Come along, Mother Hegarty. Tell me what you see in my hand. I, I a soft white hand, full of luxuries and no hardship. Anyone might envy such a hand if they hadn't eyes to see. What do you mean by that? See this line along your wrist? And this one here? Look how your life gets cut in two. Aye, there's a load of sorrow in your hand, my pretty one. You see, Margaret, you're not going to have everything your own way after all. You may mock at me, young man, but you'll not laugh a little later on. You remember what I say to you today. Show me that fine white hand of yours. Come along. Hold it out. What are you waiting for? Why, Henry, I believe you're afraid of what she might say. So you do believe her after all. Believe? <laughs> In this hocus-pocus. Then hold out your hand. Turn it towards the fire so that I can see. Here you are, then. Let's hear it all. The other one. I need to have them both. Nay, I'll not tell you anything. Take your hands away. Oh, see what you've done, Henry. You've spoiled it all. Oh, please, Mother Hegarty, tell me mine. I'll tell you one thing, my pretty. Keep away from the man with the signs that this young gentleman has got in his hand. Whatever do you mean? Oh, she doesn't mean anything. She's cross with me and wants to make me out a villain. It's not me that'll make you out a villain, young gentleman. It'll be yourself. Oh, what a horrid old person you are. Because I don't say pleasant things about your sweetheart. 
Very well, then. I'll read what I see. Now, you'll not be heeding. You believe nothing but you want to if you're in love with him. Come, stir up the fire and give me light. Ah, yeah. Now I can see. Here's the right hand. Everything as smooth and fine as it should be. And here's the left. Can you see the difference? Mark the way those lines go twisting right across the palm. They break and twist and end in nothing. And the thumb. Aye, aye, that's a main queer thumb to grow on such a fine, strong hand as yours, young gentleman. What's that got to do with it? <laughs> you don't like it either. Come along now. Don't jerk away like that. You want to hear, so let me see some more. Yes, Henry, let her. You'll be wise to listen, young lady. It may save you a mite of gray hairs and sorrow if you do. Oh, let's get out of this. I never heard such a lot of nonsense in all my life. You're telling us nothing. All you do is mutter and mumble and drop hints. Aye, then I'll be telling you. One hand's the good in you, and one's the bad. And what's this I see? Mercy on us, is it a man's death? And you still so young? What do you mean? Your own heart will tell you, am I right or wrong? Did no one die because of you, and not so long ago? Stop it. Let go of my hand. Aye, and that's not the whole of it. There's broken lives and broken hearts and a load of sorrow that'll rest upon your soul to weigh it to the ground. Oh, stop this. I, I don't like it. But there's another side to it. This other hand, it has fine deeds written in it. Courage, sacrifice. A hand like that could do a power of good. Oh, well, at least it gives me an even chance. For a moment, I thought I was right for the hangman. Don't make light of him. See that mark there close to your wrist? I've only seen the like of it but once before. And that were on Ted the blacksmith's son. Him has killed a man near Bentley's Hill and died upon the gallows for it. <laughs> oh, what nonsense. What utter nonsense. I might have believed a little of what you said, but not that. Oh, give us something for her trouble, Henry, and we'll go. I think the storm's passing on. Do you think you ought to trust yourself alone with me? It's pretty dark outside now. Yes, and your mother and father will be getting worried about us. Come along, let's start. You leave the horses out and I'll open the door. Oh, thank goodness. There's a rainbow. Children, I've been worried to death about you. Margaret, you're soaked through. Go up and change at once. <gasps> Couldn't you find anywhere for shelter? Well, we went into a sort of a tumble-down barn for a while. Yes, and found the most weird old creature there. She told our fortune. Oh, it wasn't old Mother Hegarty, was it? Yes. What a horrible old thing she is. She told us all sorts of beastly things. Mother Hegarty did. Why, she always seems the most kindly old soul. She's a little mad, of course, but I've been told she was quite a brilliant woman once. Her husband was a chemist and did all sorts of experiments. That's how she gets such results with her herbs. She learns it from him. Hmm. She may be a good chemist, but I hope she's a bad fortune teller. Oh, it's chiefly character analysis, you know. I've heard that she's quite amazing at it. Though why anyone should want to be told what their character's like, I can't imagine. Surely everybody knows themselves. <laughs> Dear little mother, if only all of us were as simple as uncomplex as you. Instead of being like Henry, outwardly a saint... Inside, a sort of monster. What on earth are you talking about, dear? Well, that's what the old woman said. And what are you going to do about it, Margaret? Do? I'm going upstairs to have a bath and a rest. 
And then I'm going to get dressed and go off to the hunt ball with you. You double-dyed villain. In spite of the threat of the gallows? In spite of everything, Henry. (laughs) 